Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Flavor of the Week, brought to you by Cap and Cork Beer, Wine, and Spirits, with 15 locations in Fort Wayne and New Haven. In good spirits, in good company. In Flavor of the Week, Kyle sits down with one of our local priests over four different episodes to sample variations of a favorite food or drink while they discuss the ins and outs of life as a priest. This is Kyle Hyman. It is Flavor of the Week, part four, here with Monsignor Bill Schooler at St. Pius X in Granger. And also, we've been joined this entire time, but we haven't given you a microphone. Sam Martinez is a brand new seminarian for the diocese. When did you start thinking about seminary? Um, great question. So, really didn't start thinking seriously about the seminary probably until maybe about a year and a half ago. Um, but prior to that, I was actually looking into monastic life. Uh, myself huh. and uh, at the same time working in a hospital. So just a lot of different roads <laughs> that were clearly not the right one at the time. And so you're taking a year before actually going to the seminary right. as a pastoral year. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And it's quite a blessing to be here at St. Pius to do that. As Father Bill had mentioned before, they actually had one of our current seminarians, um, Holden Berg, here for a pastoral year last right, year. Right. Um, and it sounds like just a, just a beautiful experience, um, something that I think is going to be really beneficial in this formation process. I'm very happy with it. We had uh, Father Bill Meininger, uh-huh. who's now pastor of Culver. He did a pastoral year. Uh, Dan Davis, a young man from our parish, did a pastoral year. Sure. And last year, Holden Berg did. And I think what it does, it gives us the advantage of a young man with energy, enthusiasm, to help us, but mm-hmm. I think this helps the young man see, all right, this is exactly what a parish is like. Right. And not just for a summer, but for a full cycle, the school right. year and all that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm very happy with it. And I'm happy to have Sam. Uh, all right. Thank you. Sam, just catching us up here. What did you think of the first three IPAs? Are you an IPA so fan? Honestly, I'm not a huge okay, IPA okay. fan, but still delightful. I mean, <laughs> okay. What is this, three o'clock on a Thursday <laughs> afternoon? I didn't understand this is how pastoral years worked, but here we are. <laughs> I, I really like IPAs. I don't know a whole lot about them. I felt like the double IPA was, was going to be a little something extra. So we've got the Hop Bullet double IPA from Sierra Nevada. We'll try that one here. We'll find out about that. <laughs> He's having trouble opening it. All right, here we go. And we have extras here if you need to like go back and see, you know, compare, switch back and forth here. See if this tastes different. Yeah, I think this has a real kick to it. A little, it's it's a double. Yes, double IPA. <laughs> Not exactly sure. Do they like IPA it twice? Or double the hops? I have no idea. I just drink it. All right. Monsignor, when you have a seminarian, either for a summer or for a pastoral year, what are some of your goals for that relationship? What are you hoping to be able to share, to be able to teach, or to be able to learn, maybe even from the seminarian? What, what are you hoping that they'll bring to the parish? Well, we can certainly teach the seminarian what it's like. So he lives with us. He prays with us. We share meals together. He's a member of the staff. And what we do is to give him a job description. 
And so that's exactly what we're doing now. Poor okay. Sam has only been here for 48 hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're giving him a job description. The diocese gives us, the vocation office gives us some direction. And then everybody on the staff has an opportunity to say, this is what we need you for. Yeah. And I think that's part of the education. For us to have a young man with enthusiasm um, and a lot of energy and a lot of ideas, it's, it's a wonderful gift. Mm-hmm. Um, Holdenberg last year was a real gift to us and he helped in many ways and so I've outlined things that I think where Sam may be helpful but I also want from him what's his passion Um, the other thing is it's really good for the young people of our parish it's a great great way to form vocations yeah young people as in grade school high school right and, and college and young adults what have been some of the things that the seminarians have done in the past that maybe do they start up new ministries or start a new outreach or can, do they ever shift a direction of like, oh, wow, that was a great idea. Let's, yeah. Yeah. Last year when Holden was here, uh, his passion is basketball. And so he helped coach some of our teams, our basketball teams. Oh, okay. He also started a gathering on Saturday mornings in the summer where he invited young men to come. We celebrated mass. They went out and played soccer or basketball or whatever. And I just think those things are important for young people considering you know, the religious life or priesthood. Mm-hmm. We also have two young women from our parish who are in formation for the Sisters of St. Francis of Perpetual Adoration. Sure. And they also are good, good examples. So it's also great just to have these young people around. Are the sisters, are those discerning with the sisters, are they active in the parish or are they usually with their their sisters? No, it's more of a monastic order, but, you know, they keep connection with us. Yeah, yeah. Is this something that you had in seminary? Were you, did you get to spend time in parishes? No. no. <laughs> well, my last, again, at that time, ironically, I was assigned when I was ordained a deacon in 1973, uh-huh. I was assigned to St. Jude in Fort Wayne. Okay. And I was under the direction of Monsignor Lester, who's a great mentor for me. And I stayed there until the end of January. So from June to January, I went back for one more quarter, or really was a whatever it was, and then uh, I was ordained. I was actually ordained as St. Jude. And I had my massive Thanksgiving at St. Jude because my parents were in Chicago at that yeah. time. And it was so funny to come back as pastor of St. Jude. Huh. So you had a half a year off for a kind of a pastoral year. Yeah, they were doing an experiment at that okay. time at Mount St. Mary's. It didn't work, but <laughs> but I was happy for it. So, yeah, so I got a good taste of, of parish life from June until the end of January. Uh-huh. Sam, what are you hoping to get out of this year as a pastoral year? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. So I think a lot of going into something like a pastoral year is a little bit unexpected and a little bit unnerving uh-huh. in and of itself. Really, when I was applying to the seminary, you know, there was that full intent to go to the actual major seminary in Maryland, yeah. you know, right off the bat. Right. But I think it's just beautiful the way that God kind of puts you where he wants you at a certain time. Um just like a little something from my own vocation story, you know, talking about the artwork that's in the church that Mm -hmm. um, Father designed here. You know, just the imagery from, I think it's the Gospel of John chapter, is it 21? That's talking about Peter jumping out of the the, uh, boat and swimming up to sea and, you know, Jesus telling him, you know, feed my sheep. Uh 
that was a huge one for me that really put me into this whole uh, application process for the seminary. Huh. And then for, you know, the bishop to tell me, hey, we want you to do this whole formation year, you know, a pastoral year here in a parish and see what it's like to go on and come to a parish that has that same story right there on the walls. I mean, yeah. you know, it's one of those things you don't really know what to expect, but you can just tell it's going to be beautiful. Maybe appreciating it now, was there initial disappointment oh, of sure. not going to sure. Maryland? Yeah. yeah, I think that's, you know, just kind of you have a plan stuck in yeah. your head. I mean, you know, I worked in a hospital prior to this, so uh-huh. I did about six years of uh, undergraduate and graduate studies to go work in a hospital and teach people about nutrition. But uh, here we are, <laughs> this little curveball in life. So yeah, yeah, you really just have to trust in the Lord and you know just be open to whatever he wants to teach you. Excellent. I remember when Holden came last year, um, when I had my first supervisory session after about two months, I said, Holden, I have to be honest, I wasn't so sure about you coming. He says, Father, I have to be honest, I want I didn't want to come. You know, and and I, I think our experience has been this has been part of formation and it's an important part of formation. And I'm really honored to be part of this process. Not only me, but Father Nathan, mm-hmm. you know, and all of our staff. It's really good. Bringing up Father Nathan, he's fairly new here. What is it like whenever you're bringing in a new priest? into the mix. Uh, You're living together. You're working together. What is the process for figuring out roles and acclimating a new person into the community like that? Well, it's always a challenge. Yeah. It's it's just making adjustments. You know, it's just making adjustments. And and if I can help in the formation of young priests by making adjustments, I'm happy to do that. Because priests did that for me when I was young. Mm. And I'm glad to return the favor. What are some of your goals for the future? You just completed two huge construction projects here. What What's next for St. Pius X? No more construction, that's okay. for sure. <laughs> but last year, you know, realizing that we have completed our building projects, um, we spent the whole last year putting together a, a strategic five-year plan. Okay. And so for the now, parish, the for school? The, for the, well, we did the school the year before. Okay. So we did a five-year plan for the school. We did a five-year plan for the parish. And the focus of our five-year plan is evangelization. Mm -hmm. You know, how can we as Catholics spread the good news? You know, we've got the facilities that we need. How can we do that? And so um, we had a lot of input. uh, And I'm pretty excited about that, you know, of moving forward, you know, going and say, okay, we've got great buildings. How can people come and join us? When you talk about evangelization... If you had to assign a percentage, what percentage of your evangelization efforts do you see going towards preaching to the choir, so to speak, those that are coming to church and evangelizing them versus those that aren't coming to church? We're really focusing on those who are away, who don't come to church, okay, and figuring out what are the most effective ways to reach out to those people. Have you figured that out yet? No. <laughs> but it's in the, it's in the five-year plan, so, okay. and I trust in the Holy Spirit, too, so we'll, we'll figure it out. Is there anything that you're doing currently to reach out to those that aren't coming to church? Well, we have RCIA, of mm-hmm. course, um, our adult uh, education programs. We're starting a, a family-based catechesis for those who are not in the Catholic schools, we focus on how can we help parents whose children in our school, you know, how do we move more to 
helping parents see that they're primary educators of their mm -hmm. children. And just simple things, well, not so simple, but funerals, for example. Uh -huh. You know, celebrating funerals well, treating people with respect. You know, I think, or weddings. Mm -hmm. You know, you get a lot of people who are unchurched coming sure. to funerals and weddings. And I think we work at, at trying to do that. So we'll see. I hope we're successful. Yeah. Well, so many things going on here. I feel like we're just scratching the surface of the activities that you've got and such a large parish. There's just so many things going on. So uh, thanks for sharing a little bit with us. And thank you, Sam, for, for joining us. Look forward to hearing how the year went. Maybe we can get a follow-up at the end of the pastoral year to hear how it went. And thank you for the flavor. I was afraid you were going to bring Cheerios or something like well, that. Well, <laughs> that, that wasn't an option, I guess. Do you have a favorite of these four IPAs here? I think I like the first one. What, what did you think of the uh, the double IPA there? That it was fine. It was good. But you liked the the all-day IPA from Founders was your favorite. Yeah. Okay. Well, great. Well, thank you again for joining us. Uh, could we get like a priestly blessing before we go? May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord let his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you kindly and grant you peace, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Monsignor Bill Schooler. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.